What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another brand new installment of Renegades Reviews, exclusively here as always on the Casa D18 Studios channel. I, of course, am your host, the Renegade J.J. Williams, and today we return to the Dracula saga for the first time since 1936, and we pick up there with 1943's Son of Dracula, starring Lon Chaney Jr., in the role of Count Dracula, Louise Albritton, Robert Page, Evelyn Ankers, and Frank Craven. What's going on, everybody? Thank you for joining me here once again for another brand new installment of Renegades Reviews. And like I said at the top of the show, today we return to the Dracula saga for the first time in about nine years since 1936's Dracula's Daughter, and we're going to pick up the story with the son of Dracula. And as our movie opens, Count Alucard is invited by Catherine Caldwell to come to the United States. Now, Catherine is one of the daughters of New Orleans plantation owner, Colonel Caldwell. Shortly after Alucard's arrival, the colonel dies of an apparent heart failure and leaves his wealth to his two daughters. Catherine receives the estate, which is called Dark Oats, and her sister, Claire, receives all of his money. Now, Catherine has been secretly dating Count Alucard, and the two are quickly married. Now, Catherine's longtime former boyfriend, Frank Stanley, confronts the couple, and he tries to shoot Count Alucard but the bullets just pass straight through the Count's body and end up hitting Catherine. Now, Frank assumes that she is dead and runs off to get Dr. Brewster to attend to her. But upon his arrival, Dr. Brewster is greeted by Count Alucard and a living Catherine. The couple instruct Dr. Brewster that they will be devoting their days to scientific research and that they will only welcome visitors at night. Frank goes to the police and confesses to the murder of Catherine, but Brewster tries to convince the sheriff that he saw Catherine alive, but the sheriff insists on searching Dark Oaks. He finds Catherine's dead body and ends up having her transferred to the morgue, and... Dr. Brewster is shown reading the novel, Dracula. Meanwhile, Hungarian professor Laszlo arrives. Meanwhile, Hungarian professor Laszlo arrives at Brewster's house. By this point, Brewster has noticed that Alucard is Dracula spelled backwards, and Laszlo suspects vampirism. A local boy who has been brought to Brewster's house helps confirm this suspicion as there are bite marks on his neck. Later, the Count appears to Brewster and Laszlo, but is driven away by a cross. Catherine sneaks into Frank's cell and explains that she only married Alucard, who is really Dracula himself, in order to obtain immortality and she wants to share it with Frank. 
Frank is initially repulsed by her idea, but then yields to her. After she tells Frank that she has already drank some of his blood, Catherine advises him on how to destroy Alucard. Frank breaks out of prison, seeks out Alucard's hiding place, and burns his coffin. And without his daytime sanctuary, Alucard is destroyed when the sun rises. Brewster, Laszlo, and the sheriff arrive at the scene just in time to find Alucard's remains. Meanwhile, Frank stumbles into the playroom where Catherine said she would be. He finds her coffin and gazes down at her lifeless body. Knowing that he must kill the love of his life, Frank takes off his ring and puts it on Catherine's left ring finger. Once Brewster and the others reach the room, they see Frank appear at the door. He steps back, allowing them to follow, and our movie ends as they all enter the room and see Catherine's burning coffin. They all stare, speechless, as Frank mourns the loss of his love. I've always enjoyed this one in the grand scheme of things. Definitely hold it higher than Dracula's Daughter, but I think some of that is my bias because of my love of Lon Chaney. At the end of the day, he's really not a good Dracula. If you think about it, Bela Lugosi, and I'm blanking on the young lady who played Dracula's daughter, but both of them had that distinguished European accent. Lon Chaney is very much an American, so he doesn't have any of that going for him. And then on top of that, you factor in the fact that he's got this such aggressive tone in his voice. Like when he appears at the plantation home, he's just like yelling, announce me. It's like, bro, Dracula is supposed to be the suave, smooth, distinguished gentleman. And you're barking orders. It, it just doesn't vibrate. It doesn't work well within the, the story and the context of who we all believe Dracula to be. It doesn't work for me. Not anymore. I still love Lon Chaney Jr., but the more I'm watching some of these movies, the more I'm realizing that aside from the Wolfman and his one take as the Frankenstein monster, some of his other portrayals of these universal monsters just aren't that good. That's not to say that he doesn't have a whole other filmography out there of tremendous roles, but it, it's very much a, once you've established the greatness of this character, it's hard to top it with anybody else. And I think that goes 
just about in every film, you know, when you've established a character and then you try to swap out the actor because of they're hard to work with on set or contracts didn't get renewed and negotiated in time. There, there's always this sort of emptiness in the void because it's not quite the same anymore. And unfortunately, the further we get into these Universal Monster movies, I feel that that is the running theme that kind of weighs some of these down. Now, the story overall, again, I enjoy it, and I still enjoy The Son of Dracula. I love the fact that him and Evelyn Anchors, Lon Chaney Jr. and Evelyn Anchors, are together again. They have such great chemistry together. So whenever you can get the two of them in a film, I'm set. They worked together in The Wolfman. They're paired together here. They are a great on-screen duo. But aside from the story and the pairing, I just feel that Lon Chaney Jr. as Dracula was a swing and a miss. If they had just left calling him Alucard, which granted, as we established, is Dracula backwards, but it's kind of a way to differentiate, okay, this is Alucard, this is a false Dracula as opposed to the real Dracula, maybe I could have gotten behind it a little bit more because it's establishing a different character. But for him to try to be the same, it just doesn't work for me. When it comes to my rating on this one, I'm going to give it three, three out of five. I feel like that's a good middle-of-the-road rating for it because I still hold this in high favor. I will still go back and watch this almost any time. I'll still pop it in a lot more than I would watch Dracula's Daughter, if I'm being completely honest about it. But just, just something about Chaney as Dracula now at 45 years old, kind of loses me in the process. What do you guys think? Those of you that have seen Son of Dracula with Lon Chaney Jr., let me know. If you're watching the premiere, leave your thoughts and comments over here. If you're watching on demand later in the day, leave your thoughts and comments down here. Whatever you do, though, when you get out there on social media, let's try to get those hashtags trending. Hashtag Casa D18 Studios. Hashtag Renegades Reviews, Hashtag Renegade Returns, and of course, the ever-popular Hashtag Shenanigans. Merchandising. Merchandising? What's that? Merchandising. Come, I'll show you. Merchandising, merchandising, where the real money's made. Make sure you guys tune in tomorrow, right back here on the Casa D18 Studios channel. For another brand new installment of Renegades Reviews, when we return to Karis and the Mummy story with 1944's The Mummy's 
Ghost, starring Lon Chaney Jr., John Carradine, Robert Lowry, Ramsey Ames, Barton McLean, George Zuko, Frank Riker, Harry Shannon, and Claire Whitney. You're not going to want to miss out on that one. Right back here on the Casa D18 Studios channel. Right back here on an all-new Renegades Reviews when we return to The Mummy Story and another film with Lon Chaney Jr. as Karis the Mummy. To all my loyal fans and viewers out there, tuning in for the premiere today, leaving your thoughts and comments over here, thank you very much. I greatly appreciate each and every one of you. Likewise, all my loyal fans and viewers tuning in a little bit later in the day, watching on demand, leaving your thoughts and comments down here. Thank you very much. I greatly appreciate each and every one of you. I appreciate all of my loyal fans and viewers out there tuning in on a regular basis. Show me that love. Show me that support. Going back to the archives, digging up those old episodes of Renegade of Wrestling, Dads on Wrestling, Stat Boys Rants, After the Bell with Jeff Meacham, the audio version of Renegade's Reviews, watching and listening to those, trying to help me boost up my viewership hours so I can eventually get monetized and try to make some money on this endeavor. Thank you very much to each and every one of you guys out there that have joined me today, and I will see you guys next time.